Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring, lighting, everything. We cover it all. Well, today is November 10th, as you know, and I've said this many times before. I catalog by date. And I just want to tell you that uh, this podcast is being brought to you by Monogram. Monogram's intelligent appliances are built to enhance your kitchen, cuisine, and beyond. Experience peace of mind, convenience, and an optimized performance with the Smart HQ app, which elevates the way you interact with your home and appliances by allowing you to do things like preheating your oven from your phone and checking how many time, what time remains on your dishwasher's cycle. Go to monogram.com to learn more or visit your local showroom to see these appliances in person. Well, today we have a special guest who has been with us many, many times, but she has um, ghosted us for a while with good reason. Jan Rutgers, I love having you on the podcast. I want to, first of all, tell you tell people a little bit about what you've been doing because they're probably wondering, whatever happened to Jan? And we'll know. <laughs> We'll find out. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Nancy. Yeah, and, and I really missed um, I miss coming in and having my chats with Nancy. You know, it was a big part of um, you know what my whole business and what I was doing. But um, as Nancy said, I had a very interesting um, summer, and um, you know, I think this is going to be a different um, podcast that that we're going to do. But um, thought maybe I'll just start off telling you about um, where I've been, what I've been up to, and why I have not been chatting with Nancy. Nancy for the last three or four months. So um, the summer of 2021 really was an interesting time. And um, some of you probably know that I live in Canada and I happen to live in what's um, the what's called the interior of the of British Columbia in Western Canada. And, um, you know, I moved here about three years ago. It's an idyllic place. Um, I live right on a lake. It's called Lake Okanagan, this massive 50 mile long lake. I live at uh, one end of it, um, kind of in the country. I'm nestled in between the lake and we've got the mountains behind me. Uh, it's part of the rock mountain range which everybody you know would know canada is quite famous for it um again the area you know i moved here because it, i was in vancouver for many many years but um you know i moved here uh, really for a lifestyle it's um the the area is called the Okanagan, and it's um, it's Western Canada's wine country. And uh, a lot of people don't know the um, the deserts of uh, where Nancy lives in Phoenix and uh, um, in Arizona and, and California pop up into Canada, and they pop up right at, right at to the right in the edge of where where I live. So it's an area where all of um, you know the, the great award winning Canadian wines are uh, are grown. So it's a wonderful place to live. This is why I came here. But we had a very strange summer. Um, in June of uh, this year, a um, global warming phenomenon happened in Canada called a heat dome. And what that was is um, it got so hot here that it was like a dome of, of hot air that uh, sat over top of um, British Columbia, mostly the, the southern area. It, it, hit, it popped down into um, Washington State and Oregon as well. But what, um, what it did is it raised our temperatures to unheard of temperatures. One day I got in my car in June and the, my temperature gauge that 
that does the outside of it of my vehicle said uh, 48 degrees Celsius, which is almost 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow, that's Canada, higher, higher than what we usually live through. Well, that's what we're saying that we got there were t- places here near me that got hotter than Las Vegas has ever been. And, you know, we were in Canada. <laughs> you know, this, I know. Uh, so this heat dome came in. Um, th- this heat sat over top of us. I think it was probably a week to 10 days where, you know, we were in that, um, you know, 100 to 120 degree weather, which is unheard of. Like we don't, we, we get warm here, you know, we'll get into the 30 degrees, which is probably around, you know, 90 degrees. Like we, it will hit there, but this was, this was unbelievable. So what that did is it just started really heating up the forest. Like we live in the forest and, um, you know, it, it was really, really hot. And let me um, ask you a quick question mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. Do you have central air conditioning? Yes. Yes, oh, we do. Okay, yes. Good. Yeah. You don't in, in Vancouver, like I lived in Vancouver for 25, 30 years. Nobody, almost nobody has air conditioning there because it's so temperate. It's like Seattle. Right. We don't, you know, you don't get the, it's very temperate. You don't get the real highs and the real lows, but out here in the Okanagan, like where I said, in our wine country, it does get hot in the summer. Like July and August can be quite hot. So yes, we, you know, we have air conditioning as do most people. So, mm-hmm. so that was a bonus that, you know, we just kind of hunkered down inside and you know do what you do in the summer nancy and uh, yeah we put the air conditioning on so what though began happening then really hot in june july um forest fires unfortunately started um a lot of them were were started by lightning strikes and um and um the you know all over the news they're talking about is probably going to be a real tough um fire season we do sometimes think of of um the the summer months in the okanagan as fire season because it can't it that can happen but this was unprecedented so what happened for me was um where where i live in probably the second week of july a fire started about um it was about 27 miles away um and it so it was up the northwest of where i am so in the mountains there's a mountain the mountains are right behind me so up in the mountains about 27 miles away a fire started and it was called the what the white rock lake fire well this fire just started growing and growing and growing and um you know you know throughout all of the, you know the last um you know throughout July um beginning like it started in July it just every day was getting bigger and bigger they all a facebook page got named after this fire and you're kind of watching it along with all of, a lot of other fires there were fires burning in northern california there were fires burning in uh, oregon and west in uh, washington state you know, and definitely all through British Columbia. But this particular one I was interested in because it was pretty much in my backyard. So we were watching that. And then um, about the middle of July we were put on what's called alert. So we we received an alert from the government saying that the fire is near um, and you need to be on alert. You need to you know, realize that you may have to evacuate. And um, so, oh, okay, you know, this is... Um, 
you know, I've never experienced this before. Um, so, you know, we we were aware of it. My husband and I talked about it. Um, and Nancy and I are going to talk about some different things that, that you need to do with this. But the, the one thing that we decided is, um, you know, we should probably gather up all of our papers, you know, you know the, the wedding um, yeah. you know, license and the insurance papers and the will and, you know, stuff like that. So we did. We, we My husband ordered a safe, a little safe, fire safe on Amazon. We got it, um, you know, threw our papers in it. We both knew where it was. And, uh, you know, and then and then you just kind of carry on. You're trying to you're just carrying on with life. But it was weird because now the smoke started filtering in and the smoke was coming from all over Western Canada and all all from the Pacific Northwest. Depending on the way the winds were blowing, um, you know, it could be so smoke-filled that I could barely see across the road. And then other days it would be clear. So we're going through that, you know, all through through July. Pretty much most of July that was... But, but the that, only thing that you really <laughs> prepared for was taking your important papers. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a dog? No, we don't. Okay. No, we did, but you know, we didn't have a dog. Um, oh, and you know, the other thing that I did do is I did pack a go bag. So I, you know, I did grab, you know, I did grab my carry on, you know, because prior to COVID, you know, and again, you got COVID in the middle of all of this. Prior to COVID, um, I traveled a lot, and I, you know, my my big mo was I will only take a carry on. Doesn't matter if I'm gone for three days or two weeks. That's right. that's what I do. So I did I did throw together a, a go bag, and you know, just had it sitting on the guest bedroom you know, in case mm-hmm. you needed it but so what you know though i wanted to kind of tell you what re, what actually ended up happening we were on alert we we're on alert you kind of getting complacent um my it was my husband's birthday was coming up on august on august 1st which is a long weekend here and i decided we would have a small celebration because it's been covid we haven't seen a lot of people the restrictions had come off you know we could have you know up to 10 people in the house so i said let's let's have a barbecue and we so we did so we had his sister came out from from calgary um our our son and his wife and their little guy you know came over to spend the weekend um, my cousin you know lives nearby we're coming over so we're going to have a, a celebration for him and i remember we were all all in the backyard and it started raining and we were like woohoo you know like everybody was all right rain rain and we've got a big covered patio so you know that was great we were just sitting in the back celebrating that it was raining and because it hadn't rained for months mm-hmm. and we knew that the rain would help the fire um and 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 everybody knew we were on we were on alert so it's like four, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. I've prepped all the food. It's all sitting on the stove. Um, the salmon steaks are out. The barbecue's ready. I've set this big table outside underneath the deck. You know, just made up a big jug of um, um, you know rum party drinks, and uh, an alert came through: evacuate. And and you're like, what do you mean evacuate? It's just been raining. I'm having a party. You know, yeah, you you'll have to wait, right? Yeah, you got to wait. <laughs> I've got things to do with a cake. We've got an ice cream cake. <laughs> so, but you know, it finally dawns on you uh, because now you know my my text is lighting up. Like all the neighbors are texting, and you know, yeah. you start kind of seeing in the neighborhood. Reality hits you. Reality in the face. is is yeah. is is. Uh, um, you know, reality is kind of, um, you know, hitting. And, and then, so at that point, I've got a house full of people. 
people. Um, and, you know, you kind of got to take charge. My husband had gone to lay down. Um, he wasn't feeling great. He'd gone to lay down and our little grandson had gone with him, you know, just with his iPad. And the first thing I thought, I do not want to upset this little guy. You know, he's seven years old. He's been living through COVID. Um, you know, now to have to go in, it's got to be really calm saying, look, we got to get up. We got to get out of here. Yeah. So, so that, you know, went in gently, you know, told them, you know, look, we got to, we've got to go. And luckily my son was there um, and he's got, um, he, has, and he has a van and we decided, you know what, let's get the artwork. I, I happen to have a lot of uh, original art and, you know, we had the, um, you know, we had the the safe with the papers, so we grabbed that, got that into my into my car. Um, my my son dumped everything in, that was in the back of his van. Like it's the middle of summer, we live at the lake. It's all the pool, like all of the pool noodles and the life jackets and the floaties and towels. All of that was in the back of his van because we were planning to go down to the lake. Um, you know, that day, dumps that in my living room, and then we just start, you know, grabbing the the artwork off the walls, getting blankets, wrapping everything up. We fill my son's van my daughter-in-law bless her heart grabs all the food and just dumps out all the water because we've got the corn and the, and the you know the potatoes and the everything like that what about she, that ice cream cake wasn't it melting well exactly you know what they had a cooler there she was great she just grabbed everything that was kind of in the you know in the kitchen for this dinner because they live about uh, 45 minutes to an hour from us and we were gonna we decided that's where we would head um you know, and then, you know, you just, um, you, you finally, and my sister-in-law, she lived in Calgary, which, you know, is eight hours away from us. And I just said, and, you know, your best bet is you should head home. And so she headed to her place, yeah. you know, we, and as we're leaving, that was when it started to become real. As we are leaving, I mean, I live in this gated community it's about 100 acres um and as and as we are driving out of the gates you see all of the search and rescue the firefighters the the police everybody is descending on our neighborhood because we've got a large um, um community center thing at the at the front right on the road and that's going to be their staging area but at the same time, did you see a lot of people, your neighbors, exiting at the same time? Yes, yes. It mm-hmm. then became like a big lineup of all of yeah. us. Because there's one, you know, there's two ways out. There's a back way, but there's a one main entrance. So yeah, it's just kind of a lineup, and you, you know, you're you're driving, you're driving out. We all got, um, you know, we we headed, um, you know, towards my son's place. Um, you know, people were going, you know, the opposite direction. And at that point, I'll tell you, Nancy, you think, okay, you know. Um, it's probably going to be, you know, we're probably going to be out for, you know, maybe three or four days. That's, that was what I thought. And my go bag, I got to say, because I was having all these people come to my house and I've, I've got a small home and they're all sleeping there. I had, I had gotten, I had unpacked my go bag because, um, because it had been sitting on the guests in the guest room. So the very last minute I threw some stuff in a bag, which becomes another story. You better plan for that because you don't want to get to where you're going and realize you have no tops (laughs) and and you only have two pairs of shoes and they're both sandals. So at least you got a left and a right, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's where I've been. Um, um, it's it, um, just to let everybody know I'm back home. Um, but what was your total fine. time out of the house? 
Okay, we were out of our home the for the longest recorded um, fire evacuees in Brit- British Columbia. We were out for 36 days. Wow. So, yeah, so it was... You're famous, um, I guess. Yeah, you know, really, yeah, and, and it was. And, it, and even that day, like, we all came back. Like, you know, you can imagine everybody's kind of back on, you know, out on the street talking. And just to let everybody know, we were very, very fortunate. Um, you know, the, the unfortunate part was that the fire was racing down to our community. It got within um, within a couple of miles of um, us. Wow. And miraculously, as the fire was rushing, you know, down the creek bed that runs through our community for some reason it stopped at you know middle of the night um you know just another thing to say too we evacuated to a community across the lake and we could see the fire burning um across the lake but this one um really bad night fire was racing towards our place for some reason it stopped and split and it went three miles north three miles south and then it raced down to the lake and it took out 80 structures um, like it just in a big horseshoe around us. So were any of those uh, in your community, in your gate? None community? were in our direct community, uh-huh. but they they're in the neighboring communities. Mm-hmm. So there were forty. Uh, yeah, I say structures because most of them were homes. Mm-hmm. Um, were lost to the north of us and forty to the south of us. And the only, um, um, you know, the the big kind of corner country store that is three miles down the road from us, it was lost. So yeah, it was quite miraculous. Um, nobody, nobody lost their lives. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of st- structural damage. Yeah. So we were out, it was 30, uh, 36 days. And uh, when you're thinking you're going for three or four days, it's, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, I, you know, I want, I want to say that it's it, absolutely, it's stressful, for us, it was an inconvenience, not a c- catastrophe. For you know many others, it right. really was a catastrophe. Catastrophe. Yeah. But, but while um, you're going through it, it's probably <laughs> one of the most stressful times in your life. Yeah, I think yeah, the most stressful night was um, the winds started whipping up. There were two nights. We like when we evacuated the first night, we headed down to our son's place. We ended up in a hotel at you know five hundred dollars a night. We're thinking, oh, we can't sustain this, you know, um, even for a few days. So we ended up at friend's place, uh, the right across the lake. And I remember one night, it was Friday night, um, you know, about four or five days after we'd been evacuated, we'd gone to bed, um, and it was about midnight. We get a knock on our bedroom door from our friends saying look at you got to come and see this and we came out we went onto their back deck and the entire area uh, you know across the lake right above our place was inflamed and you could see like it was just burning red and and the the trees they're what's called candling and they'll shoot flames 400 feet in the air and you can see it across the, the lake it's about it's about four five miles away you can see it but it's you know it's across the lake then there was another night though that was even worse the winds got so bad that the this entire this burning cloud you've never seen anything like this but a burning cloud um because of the winds picked up the ash deposited it in a cloud and were bringing it across the lake that they started putting communities in the city across the lake on alert because the concern was dropping embers which starts that on fire and as i said we were you know three to five miles away 
way up on the top of a mountain and the next morning it was littered with ash um and that night we kept we ended up we were in a hotel at this point we ended up keeping our windows in the hotel open and and pretty much awake all night thinking that fire you know could start anywhere on this mountain a devastating experience and thank (laughs) god you're okay yes (laughs) so i want to go back to ask you a couple of questions because to prepare for this podcast i went online and I said, well, what what would you suggest taking with you? And there's pages and pages. <laughs> and let's face it, if you were to listen to this, you might as well just get a mobile home as your secondary. So when you're on alert, you've got everything in that mobile. That's a good idea. In yeah. the mobile home and you just drive away. But, a, well, a go bag is not going to hold what they have on the list here. Now, you were saying that uh, your artwork was important. Do you think in retrospect, as soon as you got the first alert, you would have taken that with you or packed it up and sent it somewhere? Yeah, you know, I think I probably would. And we probably just would have sent it to our son's place, Mm -hmm. you know, as uh, he's in a city, um, not as close to the mountains as we are, even though it is. Yeah, I think I think it is because it's just, yeah, we that's that's important to us. Um, There, you know, it's a piece that um you know that we've collected our entire life so yeah i think that that would have been smart because it was a little panicky and but i got i gotta say you know my i've you know i mentioned i have a seven-year-old grandson uh he calls me jamma you know jan and grandma um combined so once we were standing there at that point i said okay well let's get the artwork this little seven-year-old comes up to me and looks up to me and says jamma take the i i'd suggest you take the most expensive stuff (laughs) and i said okay Owen, good Good idea. You know, yeah. And you know, on a side note, that and it's because he's connected to it. When we did move back and he came um, with his dad to bring all the art back, that little guy knew where every piece of art went in my house. I, I was blown away. So yeah, so it, you know, it's important to me, it's important to my family. So that probably would have been a you know a good strategy. Well, you to- know, here's another good point. Um, <laughs> even if you don't live in an area where you possibly will get hit with a fire, taking pictures of everything in your home yeah. is a good idea. Mm-hmm. then don't forget where you put those pictures. Hmm. Yes. Right? Well, and put them on the cloud. You know, right. I, I found out after we had evacuated, uh, because, you know, I'm off work. I'm at, I'm at clients' places. And I'm, I'm running around all the time. I didn't know that my husband, actually, when we did get put on alert, my husband did go around with his iPhone and video the entire house. And, wow. you know, looked. At, and so now it's on the cloud. And, that you know, that, that guy an award. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. So what else would you have done that you didn't do? You know what? You know, and I think it's kind of little things, um, you, you know, and again, you know, f- thinking that we were only going to be out for, you know, a couple of days is different than what ended up happening. Um uh, as I said, I was lucky, you know, my wonderful daughter-in-law, Kayla, I did grab all of the food and she opened up the fridge and took, you know, she did grab the milk. She did grab, you know, you know, some, some of the stuff because they, they had coolers there. So that would be something to go through because when we came back, because we'd been out for over a month, the power had gone off. It had come back on, it had gone off, it come back on. We had to spend the first day that we were back, the first afternoon, throwing everything out of oh, our fridge I can and imagine, freezer. Yeah. yeah, because you know, again, it's the middle of summer. It's been 110 degrees. <laughs> um, um, we were lucky the the 
the power was on most of the time, but there was times when it was off for, yeah. for you know, 48 Similarly, hours. Similarly, we have a lot of power failures in this area mm-hmm. during yeah. the summer. Yeah. And you're always, I'm always afraid, okay, usually mm-hmm. it happens after I go shopping. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah. So I think, so the one thing too, if I were, if it were to happen again, I'd really look at that fridge and freezer and get get stuff out of there because that you know it's it's tough you, you finally you can come back home and you know we came back and i spent like four hours um taking everything out my husband had to you know um do a run to the dump with everything and then i had to bleach down you know my all my appliances mm-hmm. um, i checked the dishwasher like that was something that's I started obsessing about, you know, two, three weeks in going, oh, are the dishes clean in that dishwasher or were they dirty? Because if they were yeah. dirty, I'm going to have things a going in there. Yeah. 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 Luckily, you know, somebody had run the dishwasher that day, oh, um, you know, checking things like, uh, you know, we'd had a whole bunch of people there. The, the coffee, um, there was coffee grinds in the coffee maker. <laughs> it was all moldy. Yeah. It was gross. It, it's yeah. gone. You know, That's so. the least of your worries because at yeah. least your house is in one piece. Exactly. So I was reading the list and I, I see one of the most important things that I bet you a lot of people forget. Even if you go away for a week, whatever, they said, number one, bring your phone chargers with you. Do you know what? Uh, that it's perfect for you to mention that because we did um, we did grab our computers. We had um, but Jan, had, you forgot the microphone. I forgot the microphone. Uh, you know, and and it's just like you said. We finally got uh, finally when we got settled. You know. Um, where we were going to be. And I started searching between my husband and I, we probably have, you know, we each have a laptop, we each have an iPad, we each have a phone, we have an extra um, laptop. You know, I had one iPhone charger, (laughs) you know, you know, you're just like, Oh yeah, you could go buy another one, but I'd literally have like 10 at home because they're plugged in all over the place. So that was, you're exactly right. Um, So maybe having, you know, having a list, I think in retrospect, when we got on alert, I probably, um, you know, would have, it would have been better if I would have had a list that I could just check off as I was throwing stuff into, into my, um, uh, my computer case or something like that, because, um, you know, it is something we are connected. We do, you know, you do want to be connected um, to get more, you know, information, et cetera. And it's kind of a pain if you lose, um, you know, if your, if your phone powers off. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, the the old question that people throw around, not even thinking they're going to be in the situation is, well, if your house ever went on fire, what is the first thing you grab? Of course, (laughs) you always say, well, my kids. Or before I had kids, I would say my wedding album. Well, when you really think about it, is that the most important thing? (laughs) No. So you start reprioritizing the things in your life that you really need if you went (laughs) up in flames. Yeah. Uh, so my son, uh, listen, he lived through a situation similar. Mm-hmm. He woke up at two o'clock in the morning to find that he was living in a duplex and the duplex next to him was on fire. Wow. His, mm-hmm. uh, was totally smoke filled. So mm-hmm. he had a lot of smoke damage, but they said, you've got to get out. And he did take his computer, but he didn't take anything else. He went back after the fire and he salvaged a lot of stuff, which he ended up throwing away because of the smoke damage. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So you rethink, okay, what is really important? Now, mm-hmm. in this list that I'm looking at of 250 things, I would say your medication, don't forget your eyeglasses. You mm-hmm. can always buy clothes, but if you can grab a couple of days worth. Mm-hmm. But what about those mementos that you'll never be able to replace? Yeah, and I think that's it. Like um, for us, it was it wasn't gra- it was grabbing the important papers. Not that they can't be replaced, but they're going to be difficult to replace. Oh, sure. So the passports, the um, you know the marriage license, the you know the 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 will, all of those things that you know literally are in just one big envelope, and and they were in the safe it, that we just grabbed. It was just a little portable safe. We just grabbed the safe, and I think you know that that was important, um, and you know absolutely any medications um you know any and i guess probably thinking about it like for me it was the artwork for others it might have been the photographs we have most of our photographs on on um you know, the cloud. On, on the cloud but what it did do because you you think differently when you come back and i'll tell you right now i have four rubbermaid bins of family photographs you know literally from the early 1900s you know up through the you know the 80s and 90s um you know sitting here in my office that my husband and i are going to go through this winter and um, digitize just Mm -hmm. because you know um and those you know what we did get those into my son's van as well Mm -hmm. that's right we went down into the crawl space during the evacuation where they'd been sitting um and we did get them you know in there because we knew those ones were not digitized so um, uh, Nobody ever that. plans to do that. And I started doing that years ago and then I stopped. And then, oh, about six, eight months ago, I started going through pictures and ended up putting a group together on Facebook, mm-hmm. which I'm not a fan of, but mm-hmm. just to share with relatives. So mm-hmm. we don't think of a lot of those things mm-hmm. until no. it hits us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I don't, you know, I think, you know, for us, you know, getting out, you know, with, um, you know, with the medications, with the computers, with the the papers and some clothes, um, you know, again, as I said, it, for us, it was a big, uh, it was just an inconvenience, not a catastrophe, but you do go like, while you're away and, it, you know, especially those two nights when we could see the flames across the lake and, you know, it was, it, you know, you just, you're, you're thinking for sure it's gone. You start going through your head. And I, one night I remember they're laying in bed, just going through my home, um in my head room by room by room going what is going to devastate me to not have anymore and you know what i was able to get through it with you know what i've I've got my family i've got you know you know i still have my livelihood um you know i'm okay with it and i was able to to let it go not that i don't love my stuff and i'm glad to be back home and we're renovating right now because you know why wait and uh, you know i've ordered you know new chairs and dining room set and you know i've done a whole bunch of stuff to the house in the last uh, few weeks since we've been back but that you know it was an interesting it was that was an interesting night like literally in my mind walking and looking at everything in my mind that i had and you know what you know, and there was a couple of goofy little things that 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 came up but um you know all in all you know well we're glad that you're okay thanks nancy (laughs) i I wanted to mention that uh, so you're living in wine country i just did a podcast that is uh published now all about wine pairing Right. And uh, yeah, the girl that um, Lorianne uh, did it with me, and she gave ideas on different foods and what to pair them with. How mm-hmm. into wine are you? 
Do you know, I'm, I, uh, I, I sit on the peripheral <laughs> that, you know, I, I do love it. And I got to say one of the, you know, the great things about living here is that we have these wineries, um, you know, dotted there's, there's doesn't, you know, I, I don't want to say hundreds, but there's dozens and dozens and dozens of wineries, you know, within an hour's drive of me. And yeah, and one of our favorite things to do is is to go to, you know, to the winery and, you know, have, you know, have have lunch or have dinner and, and have them suggest the wines to try. Like, it's a wonderful experience. Um, I've only been living out here for a couple of years now, but um, definitely that's now on my bucket list to to get more involved with it. Because mm-hmm. they, the, the, it's really grown up. The Canadian wine um, um, producers, you know, have really upped their game, and it's becoming a, a destination. Like, to, and we're, we've started joining some wine clubs. So I did join um, a wine club, and I found one that I really like to. Pinot Gris that, that they make. So it's nice that I can whip up to the club and buy a case of wine. Well, did any I want. of the wineries get uh, hit with the fire? No, not that I'm aware of, which is, you know, and it's because like the fires were burning in the mountains, in the forests, and um, the wineries are are more in the in the deserty areas so like if you were to take a snapshot of the okanagan especially if you were to go you know 20,000 feet above my house and take a snapshot you would you would have like um hillsides of wine winery um you know uh, to the south and dense forest to the north and it was in the forests that mm-hmm. the fires were burning well we <laughs> certainly um hope for the best with the people who lost their structures yeah yeah it know, is i can't yeah. imagine knock on wood i haven't been involved in any of that <laughs> but um in the early days of my design career i did a lot of um restoration for fire damage mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i remember walking into one house and you saw the kids toys there mm-hmm. and you, everybody got out alive but when you have yeah. little babies and you have pets and you're worried that's what you want to save yeah. i've heard of and i'm sure you've heard of mm-hmm. times when people have been told to get out yeah. and they're looking for their cat yes mm-hmm. looking for mm-hmm. their dog yeah oh, and mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. what do you do? You keep your animal on a leash, I guess, yeah. when you get the yeah. alert. Don't go anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But we're, yeah. we're certainly mm-hmm. glad that uh, everything turned out. And we're mm-hmm. looking forward to the next podcast, which will be about happy things. Yes, absolutely. I definitely, um, you know, I've got lots of ideas. And, you know, I, I did have a lot of time to think about things. And oh, I did I'm a lot sure of writing while I was away. And I've, I've been writing some courses. I got, lot, I got lots of stuff to share with you, Nancy. So I look forward well, to being back to share that. And, um, you know, uh, as I said, I love, I love uh, doing these podcasts with you. And I do, uh, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just having yeah. a ball. I want to thank Thermador. They are a sponsor of our podcast. And Thermador is luxury appliances refined. They've got two customized collections to suit anybody's style, the masterpiece and the professional collections. And they tell two distinct design stories while providing every necessary ingredient required to personalize your home. Experience unparalleled innovation and performance across cooling, cooking, and dish care. Now featuring small kitchen appliances enabled with Home Connect. To learn more about Home Connect, And to learn more about Thermador, just go to Thermador.com or visit your local showroom where you can see, touch, and feel Thermador appliances. Well, Jan, again, I'm glad everything turned out all right. We missed you. 
I kept well, thinking, wow, it's been like three or four months. I can't believe it. So um, we will just hope for the next podcast and we will talk about happy things. Um, so I want to hope that everybody enjoyed today's show. And we didn't do this to be a depressing show. We did this to share Jan's experience and to actually give some hints to people who find themselves in this situation. Because a lot of times we will learn from other peer- people's experiences. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you know, all is good. Um, It's not an experience that I'd want anybody to, to ever go through. But as I said, like I can now look back on it and go, wow, well, you know, what did I learn from that? And um, you know, what am I going to do with that information? And that information is I'm just going to live life every day to its fullest, um, the best that I can. Exactly. No matter what Mm -hmm. happens in life, every day is a gift. Absolutely. That's, that's my mantra. Well, thanks Thank again, you, Nancy. Jan. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, want everybody to share these podcasts because we are so full of information. If you don't share them, you're keeping them a secret. So tell your friends to listen. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me or for Jan, email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And don't forget, I also do a weekly podcast with my techie son, Dan. We talk about everything but design on Hugo Floss. That's H-U-G-O-F-L-O-S-S, found on many platforms. And I have a segment where I kvetch about things that irk me. So if you uh, want to join in, if you want to be a guest with us, you can just email us at join at hugofloss.co. So in the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>